0: Everyone and come on in. Pull up a seat for your countertop conversations. My name's Coleinger. I'm with you here on this lovely afternoon. Eric Tracy, how are you doing today? oh uh, we're surviving. Surviving. Wisconsin yeah. phrases right there. Doing all right. Three, what
1: is it? Three weeks into lockdown, I think, right
0: now. Something like that. Yeah. Know. it's Starting to starting to wear out. I feel like it's it's going by a little bit faster. Maybe that's because I'm just, I don't know, feel like I'm doing more now with school actually going on than just being on spring break, though.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, um, it was going fast. Like, last week when we were talking, it seemed like two weeks had flown by, mm-hmm. and it was awesome. Um, But then I think it finally really started to set in this week that, this is going to last longer than I thought. And we also started to run out of projects that to work on up here a little bit. So it all seems to slow down.
0: Well, supposedly in Wisconsin, we're kind of reaching, or mid-April, late April, we're going to reach that plateau and everything's going to kind of start going down. So, See, I heard
1: mid to late May, Wisconsin is going to hit its peak.
0: Okay. Um, I don't know. It's going to make things crazy.
1: Yeah. Like, I don't think everyone thinks that once this ends, everything's going to go back to normal. And I think we are just going to have a new normal now because of everything that's happened.
0: Yeah. I think normal is a very unique word in the fact that. We, we define it as so many different things, but it, it's very fluctuating, like normal for one person during a day is very different from somebody else's. So now that we've all experienced this crazy event, our normals should change as well. Cause right now this is a normal day for me, sitting at home, doing homework, talking to my roommates. That's, that's the normal. It's not going to classes and going outside and going out to the bars. That doesn't happen anymore.
1: Yeah. No, I was talking with my family this weekend, and like you said, I personally kind of already have, like, a set schedule of my life with everything that's going on now. It's, like, wake up between 8 and 8.30 at least, then normally work out or start homework right away, crank through that, for like half a day then you know probably go out in the garage do something in the garage work on some project have dinner and then finish out whatever homework or project we have for the day and it seems like the family
0: isn't used to life with the rona right now i think it's hard for some people i'm more like i know for my my parents at least they're still working they yeah, they're so still mine. it's yeah essential business offers but one one of my roommates parents i forget what he does but it's i like they call every other day and it's something that they wasn't doing because we used to we hang out in the living room a lot and they're calling every other day and the dude, the my roommate's kind of over it almost <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i get that all right okay. enough about this coronavirus yeah. Yeah. What is some crazy thing that's happened in this past week to you or good story you want to tell me?
1: Crazy or good story to tell? Or well or just a good topic. Yeah. So well first off, a couple of my roommates this past fall there was a large oil tank for up for sale on Facebook Marketplace for free. So Knowing my friends, as you do, they went and picked it up. Was it actually for free? Yeah. They just had to get it out of the guy's basement that had it. Hmm. So they went and picked this up, and I was like, why'd you get this? Like, it looks awful. You aren't going to do anything with it. And they didn't all winter. I got a little frustrated with it. You know me. I don't like clutter just sitting around. Yeah, no. But yesterday... We were working on it, turning that into a
0: fire pit. So, we... For out the, near the yard thing? What? So out, for out back? Yeah. Well, we put it on the basketball court right now. Okay. But, um,
1: yeah, so, like, we used the angle grinder and we opened up the one side. Okay. And... We drilled some holes in the sides for some airflow on the bottom and all this. and Then I wasn't outside yet. I was, um, I was inside. And, I don't know. I was doing homework or something. And they tried to burn the little bit of oil that was still on the bottom. <laughs> oh, no. Boys. But they forgot that this thing ha- is, like, coated in oil through the whole inside. And so once they got it to finally light up, it started out as just like this little fire. And then out of nowhere, it just took off. And we had a flaming inferno in the middle of our driveway. (laughs) And my roommate came sprinting inside. He's like, Eric Davis, I need help right now. And so we came sprinting out. We had to move the boat because we have the boat out there right now. I had to move all the cars away, so nothing else caught up on fire right next to it. But it eventually burned down, and now it's out back as our fire pit.
0: Was so. there any damage to anything else? No. Oh, no. It was it was harmless. You guys got lucky then.
1: Um, I mean, yeah, kind of. <laughs> it ain't the first thing that's stirred up on fire here this year.
0: Probably won't be the last. No, not at all. <laughs> Okay, so this past weekend for, I know you don't know, but WrestleMania, it's the WWE's big thing going on. Yeah, I know what it is. And so there's no fans in attendance. And after watching. That's That's weird. It's so weird. After watching in a sport event where there's no fans, like it's cool because you get to actually hear them talk. But watch, imagine watching a basketball game, and all you're hearing is dribbling up and down the court and a few words here and there. Like yeah, no one's going weird. crazy. Everything's just silent in there. Like you they like they do a cool move or anything, they jump off the top rope onto a ladder, and all you hear is <clears throat> just them coughing as they hit the ladder. There's no oh big gasp or anything. Huh. Like imagine hitting a three in a basketball game to put you up in the fourth quarter, and all of a sudden it's just silent. You get a few claps from the bench, but you're in a, a giant arena. So it just sounds yeah. so small. Do you think there's anything on YouTube for right now? For WrestleMania? Uh, WrestleMania? Yeah. Oh, you could... I'm looking for it. Oh, so just go to... Plug for WWE. If you go to com, you get a free month subscription. And if you cancel it right away. So you can get watch WrestleMania, all their events... If you're looking for some huh. sports things to watch for, for, yeah. for new subscribers, it's free month. Yeah. And so that's weird. They have no fans. It's so like, if we get to the point where I would imagine baseball or basketball for a first couple weeks are going to be like that. Those are going to be so strange to me because they're, they're social events for a lot of people, for adults that want to go to the games. They want to go watch their team and have a good time with their friends and family. And those things don't happen anymore. And for the players, everything is so dead and so quiet. If you're a team that's not a lot very energetic, you feed off those fans. But now you can't. Oh, yeah. That's like especially
1: with the whole March Madness that just got canceled. When they first said that they were just going to do it without fans, I was just like this just isn't going to be as fun because so many of those teams – do well because of that atmosphere, yeah. I feel like.
0: Well, I think March Madness could have done okay with that. I saw, I read one thing on Barstool where they said, go play them in high school gyms. Well, if you go play, yeah. in, like imagine you go diving in like Rylander, but like in Three Lakes or Elko, some small gym like that. Honestly, where it's be, already like packed in there. Yeah, you'd have to find a college-sized court, obviously, so you might have to be a little big, but like, you pack a couple hundred 100 people, 120 people in there, and it feels pretty full. And all of a sudden, the place is rocking a little bit. Yeah, I guess. Just just a weird thing that, I mean, I'm going to watch the second half of it tonight. I'm excited about it. But it's just, it's so weird without fans. It's sporting events without fans just are weird. Yeah, like, Like you said, the
1: fans are so much... Like such a impact on the game that I don't know. It's just I would feel so awkward playing in front of nobody. You
0: know. Mm-hmm. Well, just think about like even when you're like in traveling basketball or seventh and eighth grade football, like there's still people there. Your parents, if it's a home term, you got some friends. Yeah, but like there's at least some noise in the gym. Yeah. Nah, it's dead quiet. Oh. oh that's yeah. just... So, I
1: was listening to Bar School, and I know they were talking about, they were just, like, trying to bring up some crazy ideas of, like, how can we still have sports with no, like, while still abiding by the, the stay-at-home rule, like, the less than 10-people rule. Mm-hmm. Um, like, that one's a little hard. They they're gonna have to break that one because no way can you play any sports game or match or whatever. That yeah, we can play some tennis more. I mean, I guess you could play, play some golf. You can play golf. Yeah, but they brought up the idea. They were just like, "What if you just like you said?" They brought up the idea of let's hold basketball games in tiny. um on tiny courts somewhere or like go to someone's practice facility. Mm-hmm. Like they already have the basketball court and then there's no room for any stands for people to be there. Or they said, throw the whole NBA on a aircraft carrier and let them play out the rest of the season on an aircraft carrier together and just quarantine them to that.
0: I'm sure that and, would go super well and all the players would love that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I know <laughs> they'd hate that. <laughs> But I don't know.
0: Well, see, the tough part about that for the owners is they still want to make money, and they're not making any ticket sales with that. The league's fine. ESPN's fine with that. Fox and TNT are all fine because they're just TV contracts. They get money for that. But, like, like, without those sports, that's so much revenue loss for the cities and everything. Yeah, that is. So did you see Uh, this? I don't know if this was a bar stool or a Yahoo sports thing, but where football, the amount of football makes is so much greater than every other sport. Like men's best. NCAA. Yeah. Yeah. I, I
1: saw those stats.
0: I don't remember what the numbers were, but like, it was amazing. Like if there's no football, like all these other programs can't exist because of how much money it's like baseball, softball, 10 all of the tennis to track and cross country teams, like, there's just no funding because that's how much football rates in for all these schools. Yeah, I'm trying to look it up right now. Uh, uh, hang on. It's Like, I, th- I want to say it was like 20, like 26 million or something, and then every other school costs like 1.2 150,000. I think men's basketball might have been in the positives as well. But yeah. there's just not as many fans that come to them. Even at, like, you get Tech or Oshkosh or Lacrosse. Like, those fans come into the games and they pack the stadium pretty well for the most part. But then, yeah. then there's so much money that goes into those. But if you go to, like, a track meet or a soccer game, there's just normally not as much room to have the amount of fans there. Yeah no,
1: so football makes over twenty nine and a half million a year.
0: Is that uh, the, median, 7. the median? The median per all college sports, right? That have a football team.
1: This says NCAA Division One average athletic revenue for schools by okay. sport. So yeah, no football and basketball bring in just about everything. For, um, uh, but even
0: so, basketball only brings a fraction in. Oh yeah, no, a quarter of what football does. Now, I, I I didn't I haven't looked at this in a while. What's what sport costs the most to do, what they don't make any money? So like, is there a sport that made that loses like just by having their season one point two million or something like that?
1: Um. Men's gymnastics is the bottom, and they make a hundred on average, one hundred sixty-seven thousand okay. dollars a year. So that, like, I I don't know if any of them are losing money, okay. but the tail end of those make not a lot no of not
0: that. not even close.
1: No, and that's the scary thing is like.
0: I don't know if we're going to have football next fall. Um, I think we get it at the professional level. If We're at the point where so. I've obviously playing without fans isn't ideal, but like with the TV marketing deals and everything, I think there's going to be some way for those to happen. There it's could. also four months away, three months away. It's a yeah,
1: long. long time. But I mean, I know you've, you've probably heard it too so like everything i've read up on the rona is that it's gonna peak here in let's say half a month to Mm -hmm. a month from now in most states and then it's going to get better in the summer as people are able to get out more and get away from each other and after us doing this whole stay at home thing that is Hopefully flattening the curve, not allowing more people to get sick. But this virus is going to stay around through summer. Like, people are going to still get it. And then come next fall, when we all start getting cooped back up inside of buildings again, I think it's just going to, the number of cases is going to go up again.
0: Oh, I heard one thing there. It's going to, like, die in the summer a little bit. Like, the heat might take it out but i don't yeah in I don't some spots like, like that's not going to happen in wisconsin it yeah like you look down in like new orleans right now like what they're getting right now is pretty close to our summer average Or down in florida like yeah. like <laughs> if those places aren't getting better sure it might peak but it's not going to like dip real hard here hopefully it's just a slow downward spiral so or, i mean not spirals on the curve but a slow slight slope So you just keep getting better and better and better.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I think I've come to the realization or not the realization. I have accepted that i most likely will not have sports for the rest of the year. I think it's going to be a while for Mm -hmm. until sports come back. So if there is anything that comes up, um, overjoyed by it you know because i've i've swung yep. hard the other way so i don't know
0: yeah, it, it really sucks. does if, <laughs> if we have to go without football i don't know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna lose my mind my
1: that's gonna be the first year since you were in first for grade? me it was third for Second me it was grade? third grade third grade for you It was fourth grade for me. I know, maybe it was fourth grade for me
0: too. Yeah, fourth grade.
1: Wolverines, baby. Wasn't. Yeah, (laughs) me too. I was QB and I played center.
0: (laughs) Nice. I don't remember. It was a long time ago. I didn't get to touch the ball. That's all I know. All righty. Let's get on to our we originally had planned to today was we want to hit some key things on free agency throughout the NFL. With the NFL being the only real sport that's going on, besides the 2K tournament in the NBA right now and WrestleMania, (laughs) this is what we got to go off. So do you have any, like, talking points you want to hit and dive into right away, or or you just want me to punch you in the face of some stuff right now? You know,
1: all I got to say is... I did not think Tom Brady was going to leave the Patriots. I thought he was going to stay.
0: My favorite video I got was yeah, just the Patriots fans saying Tom Brady's not leaving. It's like a 50, uh, 30 some second video of just a bunch of fans saying Tom Brady's staying. Tom Brady's loyal to the organization. Tom Brady's like, nope, deuces. I'm going down to Tampa Bay. Yeah, Tampa Bay. I'm shocked that he went there. Yeah. Agreed. If you would have had to pick one spot other than New England, where would you thought you would have went? Oh, that's tough. Because I got one in my
1: mind. Let's see. So who? I'm just trying to think who needed. Who are like the main teams that? All need right. Well, QBs.
0: Oakland Raiders were coming up for them.
1: Yeah, I guess you I probably could have went to heard, Chicago
0: Bears. I was gonna say
1: I heard the Bears in the conversation. Uh, the Jaguars.
0: Bad. Washington Redskins could have, uh, otherwise the Chargers or Miami were the two big ones I was hearing. Those two were definitely the front leaders. Okay, I would have definitely yeah. thought Chargers as the this was kind of before free agency had kind of happened. They felt like they had a they have really nice defense. I like their skill position players in Hunter Henry, Keenan Allen, and Eckler, who they signed for a nice deal. But then they go in yeah. and trade with the Panthers. A Pro Bowl Caliber 26 year old starting guard for a left tackle that's 33. Which I don't know if you like. Interesting. Yeah, no, interesting. Yeah, he's a that's pro a... Bowl. There was straight up. There's no kicker to that. So yeah. they got better there. They end up signing Brian Bulaga for a really nice deal. Three year thirty million, I think. Like that was super nice. Nice. And they're picking at six. If he would have went there, you could have they could have either drafted another really good piece defensively. You're talking a starting left tackle potentially for the Chargers then? They traded theirs away, they might as well get a new one. Or even they could have went with another yeah. receiver in Henry Ruggs, Jerry Judy, or CeeDee Lamb at the top sport, and literally just tell you show Tom Brady we're putting everything into him.
1: At that point, had the Chargers lost Gordon.
0: Uh yeah, he was on the market. I mean he, he chose not to go to the, the Chargers. He ended up getting like ten yeah, million I, somewhere, I think. Or ten million for the Broncos, right? Something about right. But I'm he got offered range, thirteen yeah. million. Or no, maybe no, he took like eight for the Broncos. He got offered ten or eleven for the Chargers and he decided that was too little. So like I don't feel bad hmm. for the guy for not being there. Like
1: No, I just didn't know if that was a,
0: like, as a QB. I'd be happier, like, Eckler's the running back if I was Brady. I'd want more than Gordon. Guy's going to be on all three downs. He's going to stick his nose there in pass protection, and he's going to be a good receiving threat on the backfield. Yeah. But he goes to Tampa Bay, a team with Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and O.J. Howard. I mean, he's, he's and got their some not bad either. How their defense rack um, up this pass. They here. have the no, they had up. the number one rush defense in the NFL. They returned to Dominican Sue. I don't know what else they really lost or gained, but even if they regress a little bit, you're talking potentially a top ten run defense. I don't imagine them throwing too much into the pass defense, just because when you pick Tom Brady and you have him for a year, maybe two, best. I would go off offensive yeah. tackle, sure up that blind side for him with my first pick in the first, and then second, third. I mean, they literally have one of the worst running backs in the career, in like NFL history, like since the 1920s. The dude has averaged so little in a yard per carry. So little, it's like two point three or two point nine, which is like mm. league average for like fine running backs, like four three three seven. Bad's like three three. Yeah, no, this guy was in the twos. Like he bad. That's go. Rough. They're gonna go out there get a back, whether it's a Jonathan Taylor who falls to them, a J.K. Dobbins, or they go with the LSU guy who's a really good pass catcher in uh, Clyde Edwards Lair, and then. Pick some receiver in the third round to help him out. Just they run three receivers, one tight end, one back. Tom Brady just dishing the ball everywhere. It's gonna
1: be fine. Yeah, you think he says the? I mean, he had, he had statistically his worst season ever this past year. Yeah,
0: season. and I mean, you think you think he's losing? I a step? think so. I mean, he's forty something years old. I know, I feel like I lose a step every day. <laughs> but. Well, you, you're one, one day closer. <laughs> yeah, one day yeah, closer.
1: <laughs> technically.
0: But, I mean, so you look, he had Julian Edelman and no one else. He had Antonio Brown for two games, one game, whatever it was. Mohamed Sanu.
1: Yeah, James White.
0: Yeah, a nice back. Right. But not a receiver. Didn't even yeah. have a tight end really to get. No, no. You're going to one of the highest drafted tight ends with the most potential in O.J. Howard. Just watch a Clemson versus Alabama National Championship game with O.J. Howard and watch the dude work. He was a stud. He's fine. Mike Evans yeah. and Chris Godwin tore up last year. Good. With, with – yeah. who was their quarterback? Do you know who this was? Uh, Jameis Winston. Mister. They, they were in and out. I no, dude it was, was just Jameis. That was last oh, was. year. I'm thinking Last year then. with him and Fitz Magic. Yeah.
1: But yep, Jameis Winston,
0: Mister 30 touch Five Thousand Yards, Thirty Touchdowns, and Thirty Interceptions—first time in NFL oh, history. Let's go! <laughs> oh gosh,
1: yeah. Where do you think he's gonna end Jay- up?
0: Off. Oh, I'm so happy you asked. I don't know. <laughs> I like him and Cam are baffling to me that they're still unsigned somewhere. Like, they're, they're going to have to be backups somewhere or they're going to have to go play in the XFL. I've been
1: hearing a lot of talk. I've heard a lot of talk that James Winston should go to
0: the Patriots. I would love that just for the irony's sake.
1: Okay, that that's true. Think about
0: I, it. I just don't think he fits in the he program. He might not. Though. But think about this. Bill Belichick takes James Winston, finishes with a, let's go 10-6 and six record. Tom Brady goes to Tampa Bay, finishes with a nine and seven record. <laughs> I think like Bill Belichick just right there, he's like, Yeah, I just took a quarterback, I threw 30 picks, made it to the playoffs. Tom Brady. Do you think that do you think
1: that would solidify that Belichick was the more important person in that duo? If that happened? Uh Think, whatever, Let's say whatever this season plays out to be with, like, whoever quarterback the Patriots ha- end up with, if the Patriots end up having a good season and making a deep run into the playoffs, does it show that Belichick is the more important person there and saying that he is the best coach? I think coach best
0: coach of all time has already been solidified. I think he is that guy. I agree. But I think, Gordon, you I get agree. to talking about the Tom Brady thing, it, it would depend in like, how Tom Brady does. Say, like, The Patriots make it to the ASC championship game. They lose to whoever, and fine. But say the Bucs and Tom Brady get the seventh seed and get bounced in the first round. Well, we're all going to look and be like, Bill Belichick has an old defense, lost a couple of his really important pieces, and brought in a quarterback for system for the first time with not having a ton of great receivers. Well, Tom Brady went into the best-ranked run defense, a coach who is known for his offensive genius, and two of the top 12 receivers in the NFL. I'm just saying one resume looks different than the other one. Yeah,
1: they do. I'm but that's if
0: like, if they both say they both go 8-8 and don't make it, I think Belichick comes out looking like the winner still. Because they say it is Jared Stidham. Well, Jared Stidham is not even a Derek Carr that we know of right now. He might end up being a Gardner Minshew, which could maybe make the Patriots okay.
1: But he could also be a
0: Nathan Peterman. And if Bill Belichick took Nathan Peterman to the playoffs or an 8-8 record, everybody would be like, wow, greatest coach of all time did it again. Didn't name Tom Brady.
1: Yeah, I think my prediction is that they're still going to end up going to the playoffs. I don't think they're going to do amazing in playoffs, but I think they're going to make it, and it is going to show that that Belichick with Brady is almost an unstoppable duo. Like they, oh, they ran the NFL, I mean, the, the ring yeah,
0: eighteen years they ran it,
1: yeah. But I think if he can pull it off with a new QB, it's just going to show that this guy knows exactly what he's doing. And, like, there's nothing – no one can question him at all anymore. Like, I don't think many people do right now. I think the way we question it is not, like, is he the best.
0: It's where – which piece was more valuable. Is it the, the Hall of Fame greatest of all time coach or Hall of Fame greatest of all time quarterback? I yeah. don't know if those things go hand in hand, but I think there is an argument to say that there is correlation between the two. Like Yeah. I don't without each other, I don't think either one would have made it. Well, I think it we have a great point. Like, like we had a we have a historic example. We've we have two pretty good examples here in Bill Walsh, forty ers And his quarterback, Joe Montano, is considered the best of all time for a long time, too. And then you, mm-hmm. the tough part is when like you go back to like when you had Vince Lombardi. I don't think people were saying Bart Starr was the best quarterback. I think that was probably Johnny Unitas. So that one makes a little. Yeah, tough. The, but there I might be another that example one. that I'm not thinking about with maybe uh, Roger Staubach and Tom Landry, or Don Shula and oh, who did he have? Was he had, he either had Greasy or Marine? I don't remember. But I think there's a correlation between the parts. Like it, yeah, it seems like we don't get one without the other. And I think we're going to have a really good chance to look at it with Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. That, yeah. And let's see. Wh- it's a good duo. They're off to a great start in their career. Okay. Together. Let's take a little jump here. I want to jump back a step before we go forward and talk about Cam Newton a little bit. Yeah. Now, he's the other big yeah. name quarterback. That didn't get signed along with Jameis. Like he's still out there, and like his deal with the Panthers is just a mess, anyways, with them saying he can seek a trade, but then Cam Newton said coming out and saying, Yo, I didn't agree to any of this. You guys are just doing this without me and just put words in my mouth. Like it's yeah. a super weird thing, but for every spot where we say Jameis can go, why can't we say the same about Cam?
1: I was gonna say, I think I can see Cam really going to the Bears.
0: What's hard about that is that Nick Foles just went there, though. Oh shoot! Yeah, I forgot that. I was thinking. I mean it. Yeah, it, fits, it fits. It fits so dumb. well, though. A athletic quarterback in Matt Nagy's system, someone who came out. Oh, Andy Reid tree look like Andy's doing with Patrick Mahomes right now. Look what he did with Carson Wentz. It fit just too well. And they go out and get Nick, who, to his credit, he's played great in the playoffs, but he lost his job to Gardner Minshew.
1: Best backup team there is. You found know? The
0: Bears. I'm playing Mitch <laughs> Trubisky for 10 games, bringing in Nick Foles, and I'm going to win the Super Bowl. Because I don't think Nick Foles can do it for the whole year. Yeah, Let well, him do he? it again. He almost did it <laughs> twice with Philly. Dude knows how big to clutch dick up Nick. at the end of the season. He rolls in there. He's like <laughs> a big dick in a locker room. Everyone just turns and looks at him like, what's going on here? Okay. Jeez. Cam <sighs> Newton, though? That's a tough one where I, I don't now, know where he fits in Do well. you think those two are still top 32 quarterbacks in the NFL, though? Like, like every NFL team should be aspiring to get one of those guys. And I don't know if that's where all these teams are at. And I get like tanky and everything, but if they're one of the top 32. I feel like they sh-
1: I think they are up there still, but the hard thing is how many teams like okay, let's let's say the Packers, for instance. So we have Aaron Rodgers, and you wanna let's say we want to bring one of those guys in as a backup. We aren't gonna be willing to pay them the money. To sit the bench, like they're going to be wanting more than what we would pay them to sit the bench. So I think that's why a lot of teams are still like, we don't want to pay you yeah, the money. that Yeah, there's gonna no
0: ask. starting quarterback money left on the market. Everything is backups. And no. you bringing up the Packers and the best thirty-two leads me into a little game that I would like to play. It's called: Is Jamis or Cam still a top thirty-two quarterback? Now I'm so. Yep, yep. okay. So now I'm gonna read off a few, and I think that we can do some skips and bounce around a little bit. But I think I have a list of about ten or twelve here that you're gonna agree with me are better than those two. Lamar Jackson. Patrick Holmes. And we're agreeing that they are better than both of them. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Drew Brees. Easy. Tom Brady. Yep. Russell Wilson. Yep.
1: Yes. <laughs> Deshaun you know I Watson. Love Russell.
0: Yeah. Carson Wentz. Dak Prescott. Yes. Matt Ryan. Oh. He, he did, but here, James still he? threw 30 picks. <laughs> that is very true.
1: Yeah, I would still say Matt Ryan. 28-3? But. but he did
0: get there. He got there. Oh. He got there. And he had got a lead. There. Cam Newton never had a lead. More facts we out here. Now, these are the guys who are maybe or are most likely. And I think for some of these younger guys, too, that are going to be on this list, we can say, yeah, I'd rather have them. But I don't know what they're going to turn into as well. Okay, first one we're going to do is Kirk Cousins.
1: Yeah, I think I would still have him just because he's, as you and I have talked about, he's not always that, he's not going to be that player that goes out and gets you that win, but he's not going to be the player that goes out. And And this whole stigma about
0: him not being able to win in the playoffs anymore is gone. Once you do it, you do it. Yeah. Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, I. I mean, it helps right now. Also, this him. year, I would rather have Ryan over him. Just the dude. Just I mean, he took him to oh, the yeah. AFC Championship game.
1: He didn't have to do much in playoffs, but when the oh, other did, it works, Jimmy G. Works.
0: And what about That's Jimmy G? True. You think he's better?
1: Yes, okay. I like Jimmy G. I think he's going to continue to get improve. What about Matthew Stafford? I You can't dispute that Matthew Stafford is a great
0: come come from behind. My thing about Matthew is before he got hurt, the Lions actually looked like a team. They were held together pretty good with him. I still think he's got it. Or at least he's better. Yeah, I do
1: too. I see a lot of him. I have all Detroit Lions fans around
0: me. Oh, just so. remind them they're picking third overall. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> all that. right, Kyler Murray, quarterback, Ooh. Arizona Cardinals.
1: Yeah, I think I would rather have him right now, just because he is younger and he really had a good second I think half with- of the season. He had, he had a rocky start, but he started to figure it out, and he's someone you can work with and build a team Him around, I think.
0: being a elite athlete in the NFL, accompanied by now having New Hopkins and Kenyon Drake, who came on really well for them last year. Like, they're going to be good. Like, I don't think, like, playoffs good. Yeah. But, like... Not picking eighth overall, like they'll be like almost a five hundred team, seven and nine probably. Yeah,
1: they're gonna make a push on some teams. They're gonna, I think they're gonna surprise a couple, couple teams. All right, how wins. about
0: Ryan Fitzpatrick? Right now, I labeled him as the starter <laughs> for Miami. The other way I could go is either say Justin Herbert or Tua Tonga a couple of rookies that aren't even drafted or might not even be on the team. But I would personally yeah, I'm true. fitz I'm Fitz magic on this one. I don't know about you.
1: Oh. I don't know. That one I start to debate a little more. I mean, like we said, he lost the starting spot this year and he lost it last well, year. Well, Fitz started
0: also. the majority of games in Miami. Yeah. Well, I mean, I look at what like, like what he did with Miami when he started down the stretch. And he put together some wins. I mean, they finished with a couple, like, three wins, four wins, which was seriously impressive for the team that was supposed to have the worst roster in the NFL.
1: Yeah, that's a tough one. I I almost like Cam more than that, him, though.
0: I'm not saying Jameis, but I I like Cam more than The next place is the Oakland. Actually, never mind, they're not Oakland. The Las Vegas Raiders. Oakland sounds huh. so much better. Now there is Derek Carr and Marcus Mariota there. I'm not like... I put both of them up because I don't know which one's going to start. They're going to compete for this job. I don't know what's going to happen. All I know is if it's Marcus Mariota, I'd rather have the other two because Marcus Mariota lost to Tannehill because he's scared to throw the deep ball. And, like, I don't think you can survive with just throwing underneath stuff and running the ball. That's not really a very successful strategy. Because then you're stacking the box, and you're able to get to almost all the passing routes. But then De- yeah. Derek Carr still put up a fine uh, season, so I think I'd rather mm-hmm. – I'd rather – Well, no, we're an underlined car and put a little checky mark by him. Well, the next guy I got on here is Josh Allen, the Buffalo Bills. I, I I think like so it. too. Straight up, I think I like if we look at the top uh, the five picks from that class specifically, with Josh Rosen, who probably not getting luck look anymore at the NFL level. Like he's gonna be a career backup or go to the XFL. Sad. I liked him coming out, but not much you can do. Could it be cool ad to ideas, the XFL. So I'd love that. I would watch the XFL so much more if it had Josh Rosen in it. Marge, yes. Side note
1: the XFL could use a couple larger names in it right now, and I think
0: that would really boost the. Well, imagine Cam output. and Jameis not getting anything, and all of a sudden,
1: I don't think Cam's gonna. I don't I think yeah. Cam will get somewhere.
0: I see, I see, Jameis I feel like XFL, Jameis though. has a better chance of getting signed than Cam does, though, because I feel like James is younger. And like if he like puts his ego down for a minute and like like a great place, the Steelers, takes a two year con takes a one year five million dollar contract there to be the backup like you're putting yourself in a good position to eventually possibly succeed by Ben, who's been hurt, who's old, and James is a very
1: yeah, James is a very similar career. player. Okay, yeah, I, I can see what you're getting at there, but I think it comes down to the: can he put his ego aside?
0: That's why I didn't see right Cam now, because that's not happening. All right, <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater, the man who took Cam's job, five and last last year's starting quarterback.
1: I have always liked Teddy. I didn't think. The Vikings gave him enough of a chance. I think he's going to be able to turn into something. I think
0: it's like... Joe Brady's the new offensive coordinator there. And we got to see what he could do with Joe Burrow. Who is? The LSU quarterback that's going to be drafted by Cincinnati. Major spoiler alert for everyone listening. Like (laughs) They added Robbie Anderson... Who came there on a discount, everyone's thinking though no, he wants fourteen fifteen million dollars. He went there for ten just so he could play for Matt Rule, who was his college coach, the guy who recruited him from Temple. They got three pretty good receivers and Christian McCaffrey. They're gonna be able to do what Joe Brady wants to do, and that's catch, drop back, and get the ball out,
1: yeah. I, I think he's gonna do well there. I think he I mean we saw this past like or this past year, like he can do something. Uh-huh. He did it at New Orleans. So.
0: And, yeah, that's the thing. They got a blueprint for him. Once you have a blueprint on somebody it makes it a lot easier. Also makes it easier for the defense too. Next person yeah. is Jared Goff of the LA Rams. I like Goff. I think he's More. available, and he has just enough athleticism to really be like a fine NFL quarterback. We got Philip Rivers up next.
1: Oh, oh!
0: I, I like Philip too.
1: I like him. Good QB. Oh,
0: well, very towards. towards the end of his career, but still, didn't throw as many picks as Jameis. Like. That's he's true. He's more can. available. And I think he's more accurate. I agree. He has he, Although he
1: wasn't very accurate this past year, from what I remember. Their I
0: offensive lineman was like four pillows and an actual good guy. <laughs> he's going to the Colts with a really good coach now. I get system means a lot for a lot of places, but I think Phillip being he he just wants to win. He I think he's so much more of a competitor than the other two. I would take him every single day with that regard.
1: I feel like he's also he's been around the block. He's a he's a vet. You know, like he has that experience to
0: back up everything. So my next I guy is more. Daniel Jones of the New York Giants. <laughs> skip, okay. skip. Not enough information. I I did. I did
1: draft him in my, oh oh my. fantasy league oh this my. year. I, I was in a rough spot. I had Big Ben, <laughs> and he went down. So
0: I needed someone, and he
1: had he did have a couple good Yeah, meets. I
0: mean, he kind of came on. Like, they were in the running for the number one overall pick for a while, and they ended up getting the fourth. And the, I mean, that's not <laughs> saying a whole lot, but I mean. <laughs> it's better than. No, no. It's not necessarily what the program
1: no. wants either. Like it is nice to have no. a first pick.
0: I th- I think he can be okay though. I think right now I'd rather have him because he's a younger guy. But I would like to
1: see him another year to really. Have so we got to skip on Daniel know.
0: Jones. Next up from the same class as Josh Allen, and Lamar Jackson, and Josh Rosen, we got Sam Darnold. This was my favorite player coming out of those five quarterbacks that got drafted in the first round. Oh, he was not mine. <sighs> he was just – he was a clean-cut guy, nice hair. <laughs> Doesn't nope, mean much for nope, playing, but But I think okay. he, he felt like the traditional quarterback. Like, nice arm, solid mobility, good stature.
1: Yeah. He is a pretty well-rounded dude. I think. I mean, he's at a rough spot Um, right
0: now with the Jets. Yeah. I mean, like, he was, like, dude was seeing some ghosts out there last year. He got mono. Like, he had a rough year.
1: Yeah. Not the ideal year to really try and pull things together. Let's see. From what I'm seeing... 61% 61% completion rate, 3,000 yards. This was last yards. season? Yeah, he missed like three yeah, games. Yeah,
0: 2019.
1: Yeah, no, no, I'm just like saying his stats. 19 yeah,
0: touchdowns, I mean, 13 yards. those games there. He's almost a 4,000-yard quarterback. Now, like he's going to have a rougher time this year. He'd lost Robert Anderson, Robbie Anderson, excuse me, and he still has Adam Gase as his head coach. Yeah. Who, by the way, should get canned. He's so bad. <laughs> so that's that's. Miami fired time. him. Miami.
1: <laughs> you know, I gotta agree with you on this one. I think I go with Sam Darnold. Just, I think it helps to have a young QB that you can really mm-hmm. mold. You know, you can work with him. He's gonna They're understand. they on a things, contract. That's
0: such a big thing in the NFL now. Before you have to go and pay those guys millions upon yeah. millions. Yep. See what they really. So, uh, the next guy is Baker Mayfield. This is my fourth <sighs> grade quarterback in that class. Big person, dynamic dude. Big personality. Yeah, still got one of my favorite sure. videos on YouTube. When he's hammered around from the cops. Oh my, that cot lit him up. It was so good. Oh my gosh. Look it up right now. Baker Mayfield running from the Clops. Let's get get a live reaction on the pod. I'm doing... give me a sec. I mean, we look at Baker and we talk about one of the most accurate quarterbacks coming out of college. Out of Oklahoma, the Lincoln Rally system, who's produced two first-round picks with Baker and then Kyler Murray the year after. They have another guy coming out in Jalen Hurts, who's definitely yes, oh right? Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know it's like arena It's like the best arena football you oh, ever saw. It.
1: The hip just has. I'm to be sure he didn't feel it from that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. The next day, you <laughs> feeling uh, that,
0: With all yeah. that being said, I still would take him You're- over those guys because of how accurate he is. And
1: well, he did have twenty-one interceptions. Yeah.
0: Well, James had thirty. With, I mean. <laughs> Baker did – we can argue who's got better receivers with OBJ and Jarvis versus Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. Like, that's a legit conversation. Yeah. Like, the Browns and Tampa Bay, some of the best skill rooms in the NFL right now. Well, Austin Hooper – They have some talent rolling around. Number one fantasy tight end last season, I might add, is now a Cleveland Brown. And Tampa Bay still got O.J. Howard. So, like, we're going to have, like, we, that could be a fun conversation about who has the best weapons right now in the NFL with two receivers and a tight end or three receivers or whatever you want to say. So, are we, giving, are we giving the check to Baker Mayfield, right? Or are we saying it's one of them is better? Um,
1: I think I like Baker Mayfield.
0: Next. More. Yeah. Guy is Gardner Minshew. I said toughie.
1: This is. Toughie. <laughs> this is... Uh, let me look up his stats
0: on I this. I think where it overall. gets tricky with Minshew is he's a super young guy, sixth round pick out of Washington State. Cougars, Mike Leach. Oh, yeah, all in. Mike Leach has some great sound bites that people should definitely listen to, by the way. The fearlessness that he came to play with was very Baker Mayfield like. Dude's got oh, that stash look going too. <laughs> love it. I know it's such I a good stash.
1: It. I mean, twenty-one touchdowns, six interceptions, no. thirty-two hundred yards.
0: How many games did that completion play? rate? Six and six or so twelve with games? Six and six. Like, that's not bad. Like. That ain't bad. I Besides, agree. for the That's fact that the Jaguars right traded away half their team this off season,
1: not bad. <laughs> you know
0: what? What did the Record?
1: Jaguars end with?
0: Uh, they're the ninth yeah. overall pick in the draft, so like seven and nine or six and ten. They ended. Let's six go. And wait. Ten. So Nick Foles did not win a game.
1: That's that's what I started looking at. I was like, wait, how is this oh, working out, Nick? Let
0: Nick, me look up. that's not good at all. And I, I love that the sixth rounder came in, but like, how is there any confidence for the Bears that just got him?
1: Yeah, zero four, seven hundred thirty-six yards. Three tutties to two so, interceptions.
0: he played in four games, did not throw more than two touchdowns in yep. a game, and ne- and didn't average over 200 yep. yards passing in a game. That's not good. Yes. Minshew, almost, Minshew averaged like 280. No. Dang. You know, I,
1: I got to go with him because, like you said, the tenacity – That that he came firing Mm -hmm. out with was off. All right,
0: the next guy we have we have eight left. So we got about about five ten minutes to crank through these eight. Dwayne Haskins. Okay, fire. Skip. (laughs) We Mm. we don't see enough of him. Yeah, like I don't even know if he's gonna be the starter this year in Washington, but he deserves a chance to be thrown to the wolves and see what can happen. But if I'm Washington, I'd rather I'd rather have him play sixteen games, go two and fourteen, than bring in Jameis and Cam and win four games again. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Drew Locke of the Denver Broncos. Now he took the job from Joe Flacco, which taking the job is something because of injury. Well, then when Joe Flacco came back healthy again, he held him off. The Broncos ended on pretty good win streak, I believe. And I think he had a big part to do with that. They signed Melvin Gordon in the offseason. season. They still have a really stout defense. I think Drew Locke can do something there in Denver. And... Yeah. Pretty successful, just kind of like Garner Minshew. I'm going to read some numbers off for you. Tell me what you think. Five games, so a small sample size. Records, four and one. Okay. That's pretty nice. Thousand yards passing. Yep. Not bad. Okay. Seven touchdowns and three INTs. Okay. I think there's hope there okay. for him.
1: There's hope. But, like we kind of said before, I want to see some more, like, you know, a QB, you might be able to pull it together for a little bit. But I think the best thing is we long-term.
0: two really good examples last year and Kyle Allen, who was fine for the Panthers in the beginning of the year. But by the end, he was terrible. And then Minshew. Was solid all throughout the year. Okay, then. So we're skipping. Right
1: now, I don't know. I don't think I would take him over the other two.
0: The next two, I kind of wanted to go to Cincinnati. And where we get to Cincinnati, things get a little interesting because Andy Dalton's there, but he's not really there. Like, he got benched last year because they wanted to tank. And they were tanking, and then they decided they were tanking too well, so they started Andy Dalton and won a couple games. <laughs> so, yeah. 2 and 11, yeah. 3,500
1: yards, 16 TDs, 14 in.
0: Intercepts. I like him more, but I think where it gets interesting is he's not going to be started for Cincinnati next year. Like, my spoiler, no, I don't Joe so. Burrow, I think is where things get interesting. <laughs> Now, he's a rookie coming out of LSU. And we'll probably talk a little bit more about him in a couple future pods. Yeah. I really like Joe Burrow. Yep. So, I want to think, like, the rookie, haven't seen anything of number one overall draft pick versus two other guys who are former number one overall draft picks. It's kind of interesting. I think I'm taking
1: – it is. I think I'm taking the – Newest overall pick because, like you said, you can build a you like you're taking a chance because you don't know if he's actually mm-hmm. going to be good in the NFL or not, but
0: you can yep. build a lot more. I offense. agree with you. The next, I want to go to the Chicago Bears with Mitch Kur- Trubisky and Nick Foles. Now, there's going to be competition there, and I think we kind of already hashed out our stance on the. season of 2019, Nick Foles. That's bad, dude. Wasn't good. Yeah, it's real bad. It's not bad that he went 0-4 whatever and got hurt. It's bad that Garnu went 500 right there. And just just something that just looked better, I guess. Oh, man. I'm not. I don't think he's very good either. I think I would rather have both of those guys. Yeah. I would. Yeah. I agree. So we're on to the next one. We already decided we want Cam and Jameis over Mitch and Nick. But now, what about Big Ben? One year. One year looking at those guys. Do we still think. Big Ben is better
1: than those two? Uh, I like really? I like those two over Big Ben at this point of Big Ben's career.
0: Yeah, but we say injuries. the exact same thing about Cam Noon. I feel like I have more confidence in Big Ben in a Big Ten game than I do Cam and Jameis at this point.
1: But, like we said, what we just said about Joe Burrow You can build a lot more with him. Yeah, but we've seen what they've done in
0: the last couple years. This isn't some, like, new kid off the block. This is a guy who we've seen Jameis. We've seen six years of him, five years of him. And we've seen Cam dinged up for the last couple years. Sure, we've seen Ben there, too. But when we've seen them both healthy compared to each other, I feel like what I know about Big Den, Ben, excuse me, I'm going to get a better product on the field and have a better chance to win.
1: Mm, that's tough because I don't. know, I still feel like you got to take into effect or, or take into account that I don't know how much. If I had Big to Ben's guess, I'd probably
0: say a year or two. Same thing with Philip, year or two.
1: And then yeah. for those
0: years, if I'm in that winning window, which
1: yeah, you they yeah okay, Big Ben's gonna. I I agree. I think Big Ben will get you more wins, which. I, th- I think that there's the big it, discrepancy
0: know? between those guys and the guys who are on the rookie contracts. I'm not bringing in Jameis and Cam if I want to be bad and build the young team. I want to bring them in to win, and if I feel like I put Jameis on the Steelers or Cam on the Steelers, it's still not as good as a Big Ben Steelers team. The next guy is uh, yeah. Cam Newton's workout buddy recently, Tyrod Taylor. Made it to the playoffs a couple times. Right now he's penciling the star for the Chargers. I I like Tyrod. He wins you games. He gets you to the playoffs. No, but he doesn't turn the ball over either. Like, he is the exact opposite of Jameis. But what about Camp? Cameron Cam has been, been banged, banged up. up, but, like, I, I, I mean, he has he made it a deep, deep. And Tyrod's gotten to the playoffs, too. I don't – see, the thing about the Chargers, I just don't know where they're at for an organizational piece right now. Are they trying to be bad? Do they want to be compete next year? I feel like I'd want Tyrod, though, still. He's – Because in that, in that
1: system – I don't know if Cam will mm-hmm. fit in I like that as well. like he's not that type of I player feel like
0: I Keenan think. Allen's a possession receiver, and Cam's only good quality is the deep ball still left in his passing game, and it yeah, still's got cam, but he like you can't do anything with it you can't hit your target. It's like firing yeah. a rocket into the ocean when you're trying to hit a little pebble on the beach. You're off by quite a bit if you're hitting the ocean. (laughs) So I think we. All right. I'll I'll agree. The next two are the potential starting quarterbacks for the New England Patriots Brian Hoyer and Jared Stidham. (laughs) I've seen enough of Brian Hoyer. I know I'd rather have the other two. (laughs)
1: Oh. I just trust that Patriots mm-hmm. program
0: so much, though. But, like, we said, you know, like, Tom Brady couldn't do it with them. Well, I guess he still got to the playoffs. But I don't know. Like, just being better quarterback. Okay. I think
1: they're better quarterbacks, yeah.
0: I got to say that, yeah. And then our final guy, he's not a starter. But I felt, I felt like I couldn't leave him off this list. Jacoby Brissett, The man whose Twitter is unrivaled with random crap. Just his thoughts are everywhere. It's good. It's really good. But he was starter for the Colts last year. Had a solid season with him, getting replaced by Phillip. I think that we can make an argument that he is... Either on the same level as those three, or potentially better than those two. So he had
1: three thousand yards, eighteen. started out really hot too. Like he
0: got, they got cold down the stretch. He did. Yeah, he came from came yeah, from the great. He's program. Patriots way kind of guy.
1: He is, and I. I love the just the how hard you know that system teaches you to work and everything, just the person that comes out of it. I agree. That's a tough one. I think he's right around that same level. I don't personally, you know, my Mm -hmm. style of person that I like on my team, and he fits that more than the other two. So, I think Jameis is a little more like. I mean, we both agreed. Interceptions, I heard they don't
0: help you win games. Little insider reporting, right there. So, like that's a (laughs) that's a tough
1: one to uh, deny or try and like sneak past. But Jameis, oh yeah,
0: he has a good arm. Like through five thousand yards, you don't do that by getting lucky. No. I don't know. I think. Okay. I think How about this over. though? Would you rather have Jacoby Brissett or Brian Hoyer? Jacoby Brissett or Percet. Brian or Jared Stidham? Jacoby Brissett or Mitchell
1: Trubisky? Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby <laughs> oh no no. It, it,
0: how long do I got? Whole play
1: season, Nick Foles? sixteen games. Oh, I mean, neither of them know how to last <laughs> the whole season. It seems like, you know, I would almost have to say Nick Foles and just hope that down the stretch okay. he gets in his. So right about. there,
0: we have established the thirty-two best quarterbacks in the NFL, with Cam Newton and Jameis Winston being in there. Very talented. We're talking oh, literally thirty and thirty-one, and number thirty-two not being Jacoby Brissett, but being Nick Foles, because he can win the big one, but not the rest. There, not everything else. <laughs> <laughs> not the rest.
1: He <laughs> needs some help
0: to get there, but we need. All right, in, he'll, he'll do it. Do you have any closing remarks on today, Eric? Or are we about ready to send this off? Uh,
1: you know, I just got to say that I love how we did this again, looking at it now, because the last time we debated QBs, we were seeing yeah. two cousins. I think we up. looked
0: at Eli Manning, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had Eli oh, Manning. Man. It's crazy talk. how things have come full circle for us now. We went from having this conversation yeah, I do. on a countertop to it being on countertop conversations for everybody here. There isn't that. Thanks for coming in and know you always have a seat at the countertop. See you guys later.